Indie Music Live, episode 88. It's double eights. It's keyboard night here. I got a long I got to tell you that story later. Anyway, uh, what's up, Dave? How you doing this evening? It's Mr. Dave, the Fog Machine Werba here with me on Indie Music Live. We've been doing this show for 88 episodes straight. <laughs> That's it? You just, like, <laughs> you just like hit a wall in your chat. Uh <laughs> No, I'm happy to be back. It was, yeah, it was, had to miss last week because the uh, music economy crowd sale, which I can kind of update in our news section tonight, but glad to be back. We got some awesome music tonight and amazing featured artists. So yeah, look at everybody that's walking in, say hello, invite your friends, let everybody know that we're, uh, that we're on the air. Let's see, Leah. Mita is here. Phil Salamone, Michael Perry, Dennis Housey, Brook. Oh, some some irregulars, if you will. Not to say that you're <laughs> irregular, but some uh, non-regular people. Good to see you. Uh, in this show, if you haven't been here before, we like to talk to our audience. We like to we like to hear your opinions on the music um, and what we're doing, how we're looking. If I have a booger in my nose, you can feel free to tell me. It's all good because um, I was picking it earlier, so I probably had a little leftovers. Um, sitting somewhere so um yeah we got some like they said we got some great music tonight we have some uh music news nadira norjahan was supposed to be here i don't know where she is i hope she's okay uh, but we had a plan for her to be our, our special panel guest everybody knows her well if you've seen the show before so hello hello everybody um like i said share this video out uh, we're gonna go ahead and start with some music so this group's a little heavier than you're used to on the show but like we're indie we're not genre specific but we're independent this is the group from the ground up with their song Peaks and Valleys.
Dave, you used to sing for a band like that, didn't you? Yeah, in another life, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was From the Ground Up with Peaks and Valleys. I want to welcome some more people here. Michael Andrews here uh, says, thanks to everyone for coming out. Can't wait to hear that Joey Mafia. Oh, yeah, Michael, you're the you're the dude that manages Joey Mafia. Cool. Calamari's here. Always good to see Calamari. Michael Elliott is here, and Calamari says that's a cool song. I agree. This is uh, right in my alley. Those guys have a lot of, a lot of, a lot of emotion, a lot of strength, a lot of power in that song. Dave, don't you? Uh, this is your kind of music, isn't it? Man, that was that was like a machine gun, dude. It was just like, doo, 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 doo. you know, I was <laughs> I was thinking of nineteen thirties Al Capone, <laughs> machine gun, just shooting up the uh, <laughs> the Joey Mafia right there, but. Um, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, it's this is not my thing, but it, again, you have to respect that it's uh, this type of music. It, it, it you got to get it. It's got to be done well, or it doesn't work. I mean, it's real mathematical, yeah. and you know, it's got to be on. It was kind of interesting. There was like a little bridge, you know, in the middle where um, I was almost feeling like a little Blink One Eighty Two for a second, and they would probably hate that. They would probably hear hate hearing that because that's, that's is, not that's, at all what I, I know just for a second though because like he all i'm saying is that he has a decent singing voice you know it's not just a lot of bands in this style like that's all they do is scream and they never like sing in a melodic you know manner or anything but he kind of just showed a little of that like he has that skill and i think that's cool to kind of just bust into that at points in the song and then just go back to the hard stuff. What do you think? Did you hear, did you hear about that lady? Have you heard about that lady? That's the, um, the vocal, what she called the vocal coach to the hardcore bands. <laughs> no, I never heard of that. So there's a technique to the growling, you know, um, and the screaming and stuff. I was actually in a band, um, like this, um, back in college and I sang for the group. And, um, all I remember is it's, it's, I would be able to do it without, as they say, making my throat bleed or even losing my voice. Back then, my voice was a lot stronger anyway, and I had practiced a lot with like different techniques on how to do that. Um, so there's a there's a technique involved. It's not just screaming. It actually is singing. It's just a different type of singing. But people who don't do it or aren't into the aren't into the genre, it's hard for you to hear that or understand it because it just sounds like screaming to you. Mm-hmm. you know? But it can be very melodic. So I really enjoyed those guys. Um, you can check them out. Uh, they're from the ground up. They go by FTGU, I think, something like that, the abbreviation of their name around on Twitter and stuff. So check them out. Um, <clears throat> we have a, a cool featured artist who I didn't real, uh, realize was Scottish. He's coming up in just a minute. Uh, He's Daniel not Scottish. He's actually- not Scottish, Joe. What? He's not. Yeah, go ahead, man. What is it? <laughs> He's not Scottish, dude. It's fake. Oh yeah, that's right. You're 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 tripping me out. You're worrying me. Anyway, he's coming up in a few minutes, but we're going to be listening uh, to to uh, his one of his new songs. But first, it's time for some music news. Dave thinks that tra- transition is too long. Let me know Way what too in the long. comments. Um, but, you know, I'd like to see him make one, right? <laughs> It'll be done within 10 minutes of the show. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, anyway, so 
Thanks for the big arms up, Calamari. Uh, Michael Andrews says, really dope show, guys. Thanks for putting it on. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, this is what we do. We're here every week, every Tuesday. Share this out. Let your friends know. Send them a message. Share it in groups. All that good stuff. But first, we're going to talk some music news. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, so if you guys uh, know about YouTube Ripping, the YouTube Ripping site, it's called YouTubeMP3.org, I think it was, or .com. Anyway, they're... Uh, they were taken to court, kind of like back in the Napster days. But uh, according to the final judgment, judgment filed at the District Court of Central District of California on Friday, it's the end of the road for the site, which has over 60 million users a month. And yes, it is YouTubeMP3.org. Um, so the the owner, Philip May, I'm not sure how to say his name. You know how good I am at saying names. Mate Sons. He's uh, been ordered to uh, pay all the plaintiffs a fee, which I'm assuming is not going to be cheap. Um, so... And he's also been uh, ordered to transfer the do- domain name. Um, and he's legally, this is the kicker, yeah. also be legally banned from any form of future copyright infringement involving the major's repertoire as well as, well as knowingly designing, developing, offering, or operating any to- technology or service that allows or facilitates the practice commonly known as stream ripping. Yeah. Um, <laughs> kind of interesting. Uh- I had never heard of this site until the past couple of days. It's YouTube-MP3.org. Yeah. But, I mean, wow, 60 million users a month for it. Never heard of it. But, obviously, we like we've talked about before, I mean, people are always trying to get... They're always trying to get free music anywhere they can, you know? And it's... I mean, you've been... People have been able to, like, rip... Um, YouTube videos and audio just with software on their computer, like cheap software. There's, I'm sure there's free stuff out there, but um, yeah, it, they're always trying to do it. Yeah, it, it, And it's interesting because you always kind of, the checkpoint with all this stuff is like, you keep an eye on like Spotify, Pandora and everything and, and the stats of how many people are paying per month uh, for a subscription. And so it's not like that starts dropping and the ripping rises. It's like they they both rise. So it, it's just like it's it's kind of like two different communities. It's the people that feel the artists deserve to be paid for what they've created and they're happy to pay their ten bucks a month. And then there's the people it's like, hey, I don't even want to pay a dollar for a <laughs> single song. I want it all free. Fuck them. And the, 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 the astronaut says there are more better sites to do that with, which I I've never heard of this particular site either. And I actually use those sites every once in a while uh, for for specific reasons. I don't go just yank music off of it. I, I, I use Spotify, which you can say is good or bad either way too, because they don't pay their artists anything, you know. Um, but that's a different story. But so I'll use Daniel made a in our green room, which we're going to be talking to Daniel here in just a second. But he was saying about how it's sort of convenient sometimes too, because he's even yanked his own videos off of YouTube, like on his phone or whatever, you know? So like I've done that same sort of thing instead of having to go to my computer and find it, I'll just go to YouTube and just, you know, download it. I did that when I made our highlight videos, I downloaded all those videos just to make it easy on myself. So I didn't have to go searching for them. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm thinking, I wonder if we should like have a special round table edition of a future show just to talk about this a little more, man, like, like what more people feel about just, do you think it's okay? Like to rip it? Like if there's software to, 
rip music for free and get music for free on your computer? Is that, it, regardless of how you do it, do you feel it's okay? Do you feel yeah, it's okay that really. you're, you're, the artists make zero dollars on your enjoyment? Like they, they created this art for themselves, for the public, for the world, and you're enjoying it and you're not even contributing like 25 cents to them. Well, maybe um, that's something that you can ask, uh, talk to Daniel about in your Deeper with Dave segment. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, but let's keep moving, though. Yeah, I've, I've been thinking about um, starting some sort of a roundtable thing again, not as a professional produce show, but maybe as like a Google Hangout or something once a month or once a week or every other week or something. But that's something to think about. Let us know what you think in the comments. We have some more people joining. Um, the astronaut says, I don't do videos. I rip it to MP3 to put them on my show, but I don't share these files. Yeah. Um, Calamari agreed with something we said. I don't know why he would agree with anything we have to say, but <laughs> anyway, Dave, give us a little little short update on the music economy crowd sale that you had last week because that's why you were gone and you yes. were getting all massaged because you're like getting rich <laughs> or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh man, it's uh, I mean, we started talking about this uh, going back to the spring, you know, and uh. We, we kind of, we partnered with Music Coin in the spring and we were, you know, that they, they had a beta platform that we were kind of testing like streaming on the blockchain, uh, which was the first operational uh, project that was, that did that. And I ended up taking a role there. I was like a growth hacker and then became CMO. And uh, so what happened there is like, is that chief meat order? Is that what that is? Yeah. Hey, you got it, man. You're exactly right. Um, and then, like, most of the team, we, we decided to branch off because we got the opportunity to uh, partner with a venture capital uh, company called CoFoundIt. And so we decided to start building Musiconomy, which is not just streaming it's just like the entire vision that the whole team had which is the full global music economy like you know ticketing all these different features podcasting allowing uh music fans to also enjoy like the growth of each artist they could actually like earn uh crypto currency by supporting artists and uh podcasting feature that we were just starting to test at music coin and a whole bunch of other things like even like uh the ability to create an embedded player uh if you're a fan and like uh put it on your website but actually like earn uh, a percentage of the song's revenue uh by doing so and also like earning by sharing on social media um and also even like banners that you put on websites where if you want to promote a certain artist, the code behind the banner, if people click it, it's almost like AdSense. You can earn cryptocurrency by doing so. So we, we had this, and, and that's just really scratch on the surface. We had this like really big vision. And by partnering with CoFoundIt, we were able to do that. And it was it was a long summer, man. Like just just insane hours preparing for this. But... Uh, yeah, just a week ago, like it was during the show last week, we we finally did this crowd sale and we raised <laughs> six point eight million in two days. 
Yep. And uh, it was, I mean, it, it's just uh, not to, I That's don't know. That's pretty badass. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's still kind of surreal. It took a, we'd been in fight or flight mode for like months. And then the next day it was, I was still there. I was still like, wait, wait, are we okay? Is everything okay? Uh, <laughs> you know, You're just literally sitting at your desk going. Yeah, I, yeah, I was just like. Almost like rigor mortis right there. I was just like frozen the entire week. But no. Uh, so yeah, I I'm, obviously I'm proud. I'm I'm super excited because that was that's a stepping stone for so many of these ideas that you and I have talked about, man. Just like the vision, even of Indie Music Plus, because Indie Music Plus is going to be part of this whole ride that we're going to go on, and it's gonna it's gonna be like realized through mostly through music economy tv which is a net a new network that i'm kind of doing the groundwork on right now but also as uh, a partner for these features like the token utility that i just explained like banners and embedded players were like our blog indiemusicplus.com is going to be one of the first iterations of that usage and we're going to be onboarding independent artists to this platform and educating them on cryptocurrency and the blockchain so it's just cool and this show this show joe is gonna really expand dude like we're, we're yeah. gonna do so much more with uh indie, indie music live and cool. uh yeah so we've so lost it's... about 30 people since you started talking so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I can go on, but uh, yeah. No, that, that's cool. That's cool. I just wanted to get a little update on it. But we'll be talking about it more and more um, over you know the next few months and stuff. But now I want to bring in our featured artist of the night. Um, this guy is from, what is it, Antarctica or something like that? I'm not really sure. Um, close, close. Daniel Robinson, how you doing this evening? You're in California. You're a Scot. You're a, what, how do you, what do you call yourself? I'm a Scotsman. A Scotsman, thank you. I was going to say a Scot Scotslander, but I knew that wasn't right. <laughs> anyway, so you're the featured artist of the week. Um, you had submitted some music. You do like mainly covers, but you do a lot of you do original music as well. So you definitely um, were um, you know qualified to be a featured artist. And your music's amazing. I always tell people the featured artist that I have you as a featured artist because I like your music. Somehow, some way, you moved me at some point when I heard your music enough to make me get in contact with you. And schedule your your interview, and and you know you'll get a, a blog article on the website and stuff. We'll be promoting your music for a few a few months um, until you know just the article gets stale or whatever. But so I want you. The thing I always do before we listen to your song is I want you to kind of give your spiel that some, you would give somebody if somebody walked up to you on the street and said, "Oh, what's your music sound like?" And then tell us about the song "Little Birds." We'll listen to that and we'll come back and get deeper, deeper with Dave. With Dave. Go ahead. Awesome. Hey guys, uh, happy to join you. Be on the show tonight, and uh, just uh, yes, yeah, fun to hang out. Um, so how would I, how would I give in two minutes? Uh, somebody no, less than that. Like just give your like your four or five sentence explanation of your music. Um, I mean, I'm still figuring that out myself. Uh, the elevator uh, pitch. The elevator pitch. <laughs> I don't know. I would say it's it's uh, I try to be it's kind of cliche, but I try to just be really authentic and raw with my my with my message. And I'm a heart and your sleeve kind of guy, and I try and let my music be that way as well. So yeah, 
Cool. So we'll give us a brief rundown. What is Little Birds about? What are we about to listen to? We're going to listen to a little snippet. Um, it's, uh, I, I think everybody in life has experienced, uh, a moment where you've maybe got a dream or maybe you're an entrepreneur, you've got something you want to do, but you've got, there's, there's opposition. There's maybe voices, literal voices that are telling you you've not got what it takes, or maybe there's just voices in your mind and in your heart that are saying, this is a bad move. You're not good enough for this. So that's what the song is about. It's about, it's for the risk takers, the, the, the people who, who do something significant with their lives. And, and it's just, yeah, just, Take your dream and go and do something with it, and uh, don't let the voices discourage you. Don't let them stop you from doing something great. So that's awesome. that's really that's really what it's about. Cool, cool. So we're gonna go ahead and listen to "Little Birds" by Daniel Robinson. We're gonna come back get deeper with Dave. Share this video out, guys. Let you know. Let us know what you think of the music in the chat. Let your friends know that we're awesome and they're missing out on a wonderful time. This is "Little Birds" with Daniel Robinson on Indie Music Live. For adventure, searching for a new route. But the voices stood against them. They thought that they were crazy, couldn't figure them out. Oh, there they were, just young birds. Looking for adventure, searching for a new I was just uh, reflecting on the song right there. So, uh, Daniel. Oh, that's a classic. Just double error right there. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, just a quick word. I mean, Daniel is uh, a bit of an impressionist. So, uh, 
in the show thus far, he's been doing an impression of a Scottish man. I just wanted to let the listeners know we got to we got we got to let him in on this joke. You know? uh, but anyway, man, this this tune, dude, amazing job. This is one of my favorites. Uh, just thank you. It's beautiful, man. This is a real beauty right here. Just the the production quality and the engineering and just the mood that you set. It's soulful. It's it's got feeling and I mean, you got a very nice voice. I, I would even crank up the vocals a touch more on this song, actually. Like uh yeah, I, I think they could definitely deserve to be heard just a touch more. But yeah, man, I got a. Uh, I got some questions for you. Like, let me just kind of set the stage here. Yeah. Like describe your music life and your like music writing and composing life before 2016. Um, I, uh, I, I'm a music nut. I, I love it. I live it. I breathe it. I, and you know, I, I've come to realize that if I'm not creating something, I'm not the healthiest version of myself. So I, I try to carve out, like even if it's just 15 minutes in a day, I just try and carve out that time just to be creating, whether it's just tracking some piano or something in Logic or, or even working on a song. So um, but prior to 2016, I probably was going through a bit of a a new discovery phase in my life where I, I was realizing I actually had desire to, to, to write songs. Um, so it's all, it's all kind of new for me. Okay. So you, in 2016, you made this decision and you wanted to start writing about your life. Like yeah. just what's inside you, just like your personal thoughts, your feelings. Like what what moved you to kind of do that, I guess? Like what, what moved you to make that decision to kind of like open up your inside to the public? Um well honestly, I I grew uh, I grew up in, in church and uh as a Christian guy and as as a I, I always felt like I was only, and not that anybody ever told me this, but I always felt like I was only ever allowed to create or make music for within the sort of Christian world, if that makes sense. So in 2016, um, I just got this. I just Wait, got let this, me stop you right there. In, in terms yeah, of yeah. the Christian world, in terms of yeah. the subject matter, like you, yeah. you felt like you should always be writing about s certain stories rather than like your personal experience yeah that's that's a good way of putting it um i felt like i only ever had permission to make music within the context of of chris the christian faith and uh so in 2016 I, I just uh i just had this sort of i don't know what you would call it just a, a realization like there, there's much more that, that's a great thing i love to do that but there's actually much more that i can do and uh, I actually just gave myself permission, like, hey, why don't you just start writing songs about about your life? Yeah, so it, and it's not necessarily or cheeseburgers. like... cheeseburgers. <laughs> cheeseburgers, yeah. great topic as well. 
<laughs> so it's not necessarily like you're breaking away from faith, so to speak. It's just more from your personal perspective and like from your eyes, I get like just kind of what you see. So is that yeah. represented like in the lyrics of Little Birds? Uh, I mean, there's, there's, there's different meanings going on in that song. There's different messages in that song, but I guess, I guess it, some of it is like, you know, it's talking about being caged up, you know, and sort of breaking free. So I guess I, I was breaking free from what these walls that I had put around myself creatively. And I was allowing myself to think outside of these walls and say, Hey, I can create, I can write music, uh, on, on different in different ways so right so you okay so you did a kickstarter campaign i did yeah so that that's that's also a little can be a little nerving sometimes just basically like putting it out there like hey man i want to do this this is my dream uh yeah. would you guys be willing to support me so that i can make it a reality so and then you make twenty dollars <laughs> no he didn't <laughs> no he he went over his goal so yeah, yeah talk about that experience and and the decision to do so yeah, you're exactly right. It is kind of uh, nerve-wracking, and and uh, and also like, if people are going to give money to things, you know, why not to help somebody live or or get a life-saving, uh, you know, surgery or something like that. So, but to my surprise, I, I raised I raised the amount that I was needing in, in half the time. So, it, you know, I, I was encouraging because I could see that people. There was an appetite for for you know for my for to hear my my new song so um, so yeah but it was a little bit nervous I was a little bit nervous because you, you know because uh, the way Kickstarter works is if you don't raise the right. amount you, you get nothing you get nothing right well, you go to Indiegogo yeah <laughs> Indiegogo or yeah GoFundMe or something but okay so on top of that so you you hit your goal you surpassed your goal you got the support you were looking for. Now, this is the interesting part that yeah. uh, I'm sure Joe's going to like because it's uh, it's important. This is important stuff, guys. Like, why did you choose the different pieces of, like, how to apply what was raised? Like, tell, tell people what you use that budget for. Okay. Cheeseburgers. Uh, oh. Well, you've got a man's got to eat. Um <laughs> So how did I use those funds? Yeah, so I, I yeah. mean, I can just tell people like you chose mastering, uh, CD duplication, marketing. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. like we we've I say that because we've talked about this in our show so often, and we actually have a, a service. We have yeah. a, like a lower level service, uh, but mastering is important, man. So it's like I, I just I'm talking to the listeners and the artists. It's like you guys just yeah. heard the song, like. Yeah. We, when you hear this song, to me, it's so obvious that it stands out from others. And that's because you, you took the time and you went to a professional mastering service. That yeah. stuff's important, man. Yeah. Like, like that, that just makes it so much more professional in the sound. Yeah. And, um, and like it's something else is often, we also have talked about so many times is that like, if you're going to do this, if this is a big deal to you, man, like do it right. And that doesn't yeah. mean spend a hundred grand, but just like spend enough to make sure it sounds good because it really makes a difference. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, for me, like it's, it's, it's a, it's a very, it's a vulnerable thing to create content. It's a scary thing to create content 
and uh, and put it out there. And you know, I produced the whole thing. I re- I I did it all myself in my little bedroom studio. And um, so you're right. Like I care a lot about what the final product's gonna sound like. And um, so the the budget that I used, that the money went to mastering to CD duplication. I had to carve out some money for for making my website um, for some graphics. Um, I had I had to buy some software to actually help me produce it. Um, mm-hmm. I needed some up some upgrades there. Um, uh, gosh, what else? There was oh, I had to pay. I I had to pay my friend in Scotland to mix it. Um, I, I you're mixed- sticking with that story. You're that you're still Scottish. I mean, come on, man. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> let's. Why don't you tell people where they can find you right now? Like, uh, like where can people listen to your music and where can they follow you on social? You got social media channels and everything. You want to just kind of tell people, maybe give some shout outs of people that have helped you on the project? Yeah, so um, my friend uh, Samuel Gallagher, he's a mixing engineer from Scotland. Um, he's a real talented guy. Um, I have I had a friend who did the artwork. His name's uh, George Perez. He's a local friend here in Fresno. And um, my music is on. It's on every. It's everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, Apple Music, um, all the Amazon and Google Play, all the digital stores. So, um, would love if you guys would head over to uh, my Instagram channel. Uh, Dan Robinson Thirty is my username, and uh, the same same username for Twitter as well. And uh, I'm also a big YouTube guy. I, I upload content on YouTube uh, fairly regularly. And um, so you can find me over there as well. Just search my name, Daniel Robinson, to find me. Awesome, man. It's a pleasure having you here tonight, man. That was a nice chatting with you. Oh, one like one more thing. You actually like did a song with Isabeau, which was a past featured artist of ours. And uh, did, yeah. we just found that out like yesterday. And uh, that's like super cool. We didn't even know about that, so. Yeah, she's awesome. Cool, man. All right, so moving on. I'm probably supposed to say the next song right here, Joe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm waiting for the uh, TPS reports to come through. But, uh... <laughs> all right. Yeah, so next song we're going to play right here is uh, Reaching Out by the Wilderness. Did I do that right? Or is it backwards? There you go. Oh.
Buddy Indie Music Live, episode 88. I am JoJo Keys. Juan's in the house. Mike Vandalay was here. John Jeff Branberry, Calmari, Danny Robinson just got off the show. And uh, Leslie Annette just said she caught the tail end. Um, yeah, so thanks to Danny Robinson. Great, great music. Um, what'd you think of this song, dude? Hmm. I yeah, I got I got a bunch of thoughts on this one. There's like a mid '90s kind of pop rock feel, like little toad the wet sprocket type of vibe. Um, I thought the vocals were really really good, like awesome voice, nice harmonies in the background, um, nice beat, nice song. Uh, there was <laughs> there was some. Uh, I had some issues here, man. I think it was uh, it was a little choppy. There's definitely some times where it's a little choppy, and I was I spent some time trying to deconstruct why. And I think it was like the drums are really busy. They're really busy with the hi-hat, you know, throughout the song, and so is the guitar. So the guitar, the lead, the rhythm is really busy, the drums are really busy, and it if it's not perfect, you it sounds choppy at times. And I think that's what happened here. Sure. Um I would definitely spend some more time on engineering the guitars i i think he's he's a good player like the parts are good the leads are good the melodies it's all good but um like the reverb the effects just the way it was kind of engineered in the mix i think needs a little work there and then this song solid what do you think man yeah 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 good stuff calamari says the lyrics truly take you on a journey with him cool song great stuff juan says cool track and juan also agreed on your influence on in your influences um i didn't have our time to refresh on this song so i don't have much to say about this one tonight um there's a reason <laughs> that's why it? it what that's it <laughs> that's it All actually right. I, have to, I have to pay more attention um one song that i do know that i like is the one that's coming up next i actually booked this fine lady as a uh, featured artist coming up in the near future sabrina fala she's a good singer good song his name's song's called Kiss a Killer. We're going to just keep rack going down the songs real quick here. we got a couple left. Indie Music Live, share this out. Let us know what you think in the comments. Go ahead, Rob.
Indie Music Live, episode 88. David, you have a special message in the comments from Christy Lynn. Is that my hairdresser? I don't know. She said, David, great meeting you today. Awesome page in music. Oh, nice. Yeah, I just I got a hair experiment today, and my hairdresser uh, said she'd be showing oh, up. Oh, is that really your hairdresser? I think so. Look at what you have created. <laughs> I mean, look at this. But Oh, that's awesome. So, yeah, uh, like I said, this, this lady's going to be a featured artist here in the near future, so we, we'll be talking to her. That's uh, Sabrina Fala, their song Kiss a Killer. This song sticks out to me. kind of reminds me of, like, Pat Benatar and, you know, Taylor Swift had a had a love child or something. I don't know. It kind of sounds sounds like a mix. <laughs> Taylor Swift. Taylor it's like Swift. country and rock, and I don't know. It's good. It's It's not something that I would normally gravitate towards, but I really enjoy listening to this song. I, again, I took some time to try and figure out, like, I listened to this a few times. It was cool, but, it, like, something was missing here. And, uh, I mean, it, it, it's a nice rock tune. It's great song. Um, I think this is just, this is my opinion, is I think the singer, which obviously it's Sabrina here, I think what I would like to hear personally was is just more emotion like in her in her delivery because she she has a pleasant voice she's on pitch she has a nice voice but with this style of music I, I want to hear her just go off more so like you said Pat Benatar Joan Jett like I would recommend she just gets a mohawk and listens <laughs> to them for a week straight to like maybe just create more of an edge in her style and her delivery because I think that's that's what I'm feeling here, Joe. I think I, I just a little more drama, a little more I feeling. I think it's like know? another two months and she'll be a featured artist, so you'll have a chance to tell her personally. Oh yeah, great. I look forward to that. Yeah. <laughs> um so I I oh this just in hold on the producer's talking in my ear. Oh we talked to Nadira and um she uh, thought it was next week. <laughs> so <laughs> She kind of was funny. I was like, um, no, reread our conversation. And before I could even type it and send it, she's like, oh, no, I just reread our conversation. I was so confused. So anyway, I said that I still love her and she still loves me. She owes us one, she said. So we're going to make her do something really weird in the future. So anyway, oh, yeah. Nadira, Nadira, Nora Jahan, everybody. All right, next tune. We're gonna, we got two more and then we're going to wrap up the show tonight. Thank you so much for everybody for hanging out with us. We got some people in here. Um, David's hairdresser, <laughs> Lincoln Juan, who uh, is in Cabby in the, what was it, Gene Cabby. Um, so, yeah, talk to us. Let us know you're here. Uh, share this video out with some friends. We got Robert Hicks from Hicks Video making us look good as always. Next song is Royal East with Say Hey. Hey. Feel the searching of emotion. Oh, you cold. Drifting, but I don't know whether it's out to sea or into shore. You go, speak to me or keep me soft and low. So I know if you leave, then why you hate? 
not exactly what we wanted But we enjoy it every time we try Tell you all my secrets If you will keep until the day you die Soul says yo. I say yo back to yo. yo. Yo, be easy was in the house earlier too. I don't know if he's still here. Did you just see him walk in, Dave? You're not watching the comments, are you? I don't believe it. I don't believe it. You need to watch the comments more. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll get there next yeah, okay. summer. I'll have it by next summer. Royal East with their song "Say Hey." Robert Hicks of Hicks Video said he likes this song a lot. I agree. It's a very European. Almost, you know, Depeche Mode kind of... Oh, damn it. You stole my reference. <laughs> well, it's not like you have really deep references most of the time, so... That, what? what? That could not be farther from the truth, man. <laughs> I have incredible references. <laughs> Knocks people on their asses sometimes. No, it, it's nice to see that Depeche Mode... Like, you still you still hear the remnants of it today. And that, you know, we're going... That's 30 years now, man. Yeah. I mean, and it's... Uh, I I remember when they were just coming out. I, I was in high school, you know, late grade school, and uh, so many, you know, <laughs> the classmates that were kind of like the goth, dressing goth, listening to Depeche Mode, wearing the Depeche T-shirts <laughs> and all that stuff. And it, it, yeah, it just definitely brings me back. But man, this this song really took a shift. Like it it really switched off that vibe like midway through. Almost became like a tropical island. Yeah. Like, reggae like flavor to it which i'm not sure if that works dude depeche like, mode I'm, and um I, yeah Bob marley yeah depeche to marley back to depeche i i'm not sure if that works i'm still like thinking about that but i, w- I was digging just the scene that was set when it started that, that's just my feeling what what do you think man no yeah, it was a cool song i like that that kind of thing i mean you know i'm i'm Pushing forty, you're over forty. I'm not saying you're old, but I'm young. But, know, but did um, you I like remember... it going back and forth between genres? Like really? Oh, it's kind of abrupt. I mean, it just depends on the band and their influences and what they're doing. I didn't really notice that it was too much of a you know bad thing for me necessarily. I thought it. I guess I thought it fit in okay. Okay. But I don't really remember. I mean, I don't really have much of an opinion about that. All right. Well, let's move on then. Jesus. Yeah, well, geez, Dave. Jesus. I'm grumpy tonight. I'm sorry. I'm tired tonight. I'm grumpy. <laughs> I'm not drinking coffee. So if you didn't notice, I'm a little... Instead of... Nice. Yeah. So anyway, 
What did you all think of that song? You can let us know in the comments. Share the video out. Let your friends know that you're here. We got one more tune for the evening. It's, of course, last but not least. This is Joey Mafia with Warm Vibes. Honestly, I can't wait for more. I'm geeked out playing Nintendo 64. Press pause, put the plate to my face and snore. 20 milligram of pop and I'm taking four. Got me sweating like I'm outside playing sports. Whether if I stand up, I might break the floor. But homie, I ain't had enough. I'm about to break my drawers. I feel great at this very moment in time. My head's spinning, heart pumping. I'm hoping I'm fine. My homie buggy, he got me sitting, blowing these lines. But yo, I know my limit and I ain't over mine. Like, oh, it makes me sick with the way I flow these rhymes. So nah, I ain't quitting. This how I'm supposed to shine. Just, just chilling, getting blunted, getting blunted, getting blunted. Just chilling, getting blunted to these warm vibes. Sounds a lot like the day in the life of David Werba, in my, from what I hear. Yeah, it's smoke yeah. weed, pop pills. <laughs> That's an average morning, right there. <laughs> so the, the astronaut says, "Show out by Joy Mafia." In my opinion, is a jewel. Yeah, I like I like this guy a lot. Um, as you all know, I pick all the music for the show. Um, I go through every single submission that we get, whether it's free or paid, or featured artists, or social promo, or whatever. Um, I. Uh, which, by the way, we have all those services available on our website and musicplus.com. <clears throat> um, so, but yeah, this guy, man, I love the 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 whole vibe of the track, the the jazz hook in the background. It sounds I can't put my finger on it, but I know that song from somewhere. I don't know where they yanked it from. If they did yank it, if it's just maybe just a good replicate, you know, replication of um of just some other jazzy song. But voice sounds good. The rap's good. I like the production. Um, you know. Just talking about partying, how can you not like that? Right, Dave? I was thinking about like an Im- improvisational rap that happened in an alley behind a circus. <laughs> that's yeah, that's what it, that's what it is. Is that all the was. weed and pills? No, no it was right? like the bells. <laughs> it was just the vibe of it. it was, maybe the picture or something. I don't know what it was that triggered that, but it was just like a like a party and they're just kind of in the background they start a rap and but there's still that music going on from the party and you can oh, there hear you it go. yeah 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 i guess you're saying yeah it, it was yeah i couldn't figure it out either like the jazz influence but um 
Yeah, it was cool, man. Old school. Yeah, so you know, I mean, I like I said, I pick out all the music for the for the show and and everything, and um, you can submit your music at anymusicplus.com. Just click around, you'll find where to do it. You can also click. Uh, you can also submit to be a featured artist, just like Daniel Robinson was a featured artist tonight. Calamari says that song is like a cool freestyle. Um, so basically, if you yes, I did scratch just scratch my under my underarm. It was very itchy. Um, so, but um, oh, can't believe I just did that. No, you didn't see that. Stop. Okay, we gotta go. Anyway, I'm going to bed. You gotta make sure you do it while you're talking and not when we're off camera. Oh, so anyway. <laughs> um, anyway, what was, what, was, what was my point to that? Uh, I had a point to that story. Oh yeah. Um, so if your music makes it on the show, basically it meant it means that it, it moved me at some point. It made me think that yes, this is definitely worth taking a listen to, saying something about, putting it on the show. So and you know, we really try to play most of the music that gets to us. Of course there's some tracks that don't quite meet the um, you know, the quality threshold, if you will. And that's okay. You know, if if you can submit your music like once a month, I think there's on the website it says only please only submit one song every 30 days so try to follow those rules because if you do double submit i'm just going to ignore it because i've already went through it it's just a waste of time for me so indie music live episode 89 next week i'm not sure who's going to be here i don't have my notes in front of me but it's going to be an awesome show you can't wait for it dave what do you what's your final words for tonight i'll be i'll be there man i'm i'm going <laughs> to show up with bells on ooh just bells just yeah, nothing else but bells to cover my private <laughs> areas. But yeah, good time. I mean, there were some real nice songs uh, tonight, and yeah, I mean, it, it's just it continues to blow my mind how much uh, music is getting submitted to us. And hey, man, we're only three months away from episode one hundred. I know, I know that that's going to be a party. That's, Rob's going to be shirtless big. on camera. That's pretty big. So, uh, As will I. So, and we might actually do it together. Be shirtless together. Uh, anyway, I gotta go. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm saying weird shit. Anyway, Indie Music Live. Robert Hicks producing on with his Hicks video. Check him out on Facebook and I believe Twitter. Right? Is it still Hicks video on on Twitter as well? David mm-hmm. Werba, Mister Music Economy, the Fog Machine, whatever you want to call him. Granny Panties. Remember we used to call you Granny Panties? Yeah, I mean it still comes up. But all right, we'll see you next week. Thanks for watching, everyone. Peace.